Yo, what is going on, podcast world? So today, I have a very special guest, and his name is Bobby Villarreal. He owns Gear Trends, which is an automotive blog website. This guy has some amazing work, and I guarantee you that if you're a car enthusiast, hands down, you will love his photography. You'll love the website, so I encourage you to go and check it out geartrends.com. So before I start the episode, I always like to give a tip out to marketers and business people that will help them up their social media game today. So today is ManyChat. ManyChat is a messenger service bot where you can create these type of robots in the back end of all your Facebook messaging. And what happens is you get to collect subscribers. Now this is the email of the future. Why is it the email of the future? Well, because if you're anywhere close to having email campaigns, you'll understand that open rates suck. You'll be lucky to get a 4%, 4% open rate with email marketing. But with ManyChat or this type of messenger services, once you collect subscribers and you build up a big enough audience, I'm seeing about 98% open rates. So go check out ManyChat. It's a very good tool. Okay, let's jump into the podcast with Bobby Villarreal. Doing great, man. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Enjoying my morning so far. Nice. <laughs> are you a coffee person? Yeah, yeah, huge coffee. Uh, usually it's more like iced now because... Uh, the hot stuff is like a little too acidy. I'm like old man. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Hey, so I'm super excited having you on the show, man. And I want to jump right in because I'm, I'm super interested in what you're going to say. Cool, man. All Thanks. right, so let's dive right in. So what's your background and how did you start doing what you're doing now? Uh, so primarily my background is photography. Um, I started doing all this maybe back in 2005. Uh, the years kind of get blurred together after so long, but... Uh, kind of just started off with like a, a film camera way uh, way back then 35 millimeter would take pictures right try to remember everything get it developed uh, it was a little cheaper back and uh after a while i jumped into uh the point and shoot cameras like those little right. pocket ones mm -hmm. and after that just kind of kept going with it I stuck with canon because it was just so familiar and uh, eventually I started outgrowing those cameras, jumped into the DSLRs, uh, the more kind of pricier range out there because it was just something I was doing, loving it, started making more money off of that. And the whole car photography thing, you know, I was around cars since I was a kid. Uh, so naturally when I got old enough, I'd be at the Edinburgh racetrack. I always had my camera on me. I just it made sense to put these two things together and start shooting cars and all types of stuff. Nice. I've been a fan of your work since you popped yeah. on my social media, man. So I, I've been I've been following you cool, forever. Man. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, man. How, how do you leverage that. social media to gain a competitive edge on on all the companies? Gotcha, man. Like that's interesting. So like gear trends is the only like automotive blog based out of RGV. And since that kind of started before this like media marketing boom, like 
we had like a good amount of followers and people that were like awesome enough to keep supporting us and spreading the name and doing that way. But like now that I'm doing this rebranding, this whole new website launch that's uh, happening on the 8th, um, I'm definitely going to start implementing more like plans to get this stronger presence on social media because I kind of really want this thing to reach a lot further than what it has been. Um, my most recent job, I was kind of running the Facebook page, learning the whole algorithms for business pages, boosting, not boosting, targeting ads and all that. It's like it's a whole other yeah. little world, man. So, like, hopefully with that kind of knowledge that I gained from this uh, job, I'll kind of be able to, like, jumpstart this a little bit better. Nice. I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand that, like, when you're running ads, you're creating content, you're managing the paychecks. Mm -hmm. in, in most businesses, like, that's one person's job. And, and oh, yeah. It's, it's usually, like, huge brands. They have one person for this, one person yeah. for this. It's, it's yeah, insane. It's <laughs> It's crazy, man, because, like, I also didn't know how often it changes. Like, every so often, I know recently, like, there was some update or there go there's going to be an update. So, like, you constantly got to be keeping up with these things. Like, oh, this is different now, so let me restructure this idea. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, the <laughs> algorithms and the, and the yes. updates are insane, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's its own other thing. <laughs> All right, so, so Gear Trends, can you tell me what it is and how did you end up with this? Yeah, man. So uh, Gear Trends is an automotive blog. Uh, basically, just think of it like as a digital car magazine. Uh, okay. You find articles, um, basically like main features for vehicles. So like something that someone's built right here in the valley. Uh, but we've also been able to go to places like San Antonio and Austin and feature these vehicles that have been built by some really awesome people up there. Um, we also do like event coverage from drag racing that happens at the Edinburgh Motorsport Park. Okay. Uh, we do drift events that happens out in San Antonio Raceway, Houston, uh, other areas. So it's kind of got like a little bit of everything. And uh, basically, I ended up with the gig because I kind of made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like all my friends were car guys at a certain point, and uh, they were the guys that were like, pulling out the motors, supercharging them, turbocharging them, doing something crazy, taking it to the track to run. And by that point, since I always had my camera on me, I kind of had this thought that either someone needs to be documenting this or someone needs to get these guys kind of out there. You know, everyone had like on everyone like that, but no one really had a blog. So I kind of just sat down with a friend of mine, uh, Ricky and Teams, ideas, how this was going to work. And around 2011, GearTrends.com went live and kind of been working at it ever since. Nice, man. So uh, yeah. so people that want to get into photography or videography, like what advice could you give them? Because there's so much in this. It, there's there's so much little nuances and, and tiny little mm -hmm. tweaks. What, what advice would you give them? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to sound cheesy or like really cliche, but... I, I really just think that if you follow what you're passionate about, you're photographing. When you start off, you're going to shoot everything. Like, I would take pictures of flowers outside and, like, yeah. my friends, family, just everything like that. Uh, but my advice, the basics helps you learn, like, colors, how light hits different things. But 
I think eventually everyone kind of has to funnel it down and narrow and hone in on something specific. Um, like that's not to say you can't dabble in other areas. Like I still do weddings for friends of mine that end up getting yeah. married and stuff like that. But you know, I love cars even like when I'm not shooting them and they're not in front of my camera, I'm hanging out with my friends working on them or we're watching them on YouTube or TV or something. So if you're passionate about it, it ends up showing through your work. So you literally just immersed yourself in the in the car world. Yeah, man. Like it, it was just like I said, I was in it at a, a young age. My cousin took me out to the racetrack, and I I loved it. It was just speed, and oddly enough, I love the smell of like burned tire. <laughs> so, so it just it it just happens that way. Nice. So as every entrepreneur knows, the entrepreneurial journey wouldn't com be complete without failures. So what are some of your most memorable <laughs> failures and some of your best wins? Man, uh, so I have like this really bad tick now. Anytime I start working on my website and making changes to the layout because of this one epic fail. <laughs> um, so like a few years after we had started and the site went live in 2011, I wanted to kind of refresh everything. So like a new layout, new colors, new theme, basically just start over again. For the record, I have no idea what I was doing back then with website building and HTML and all that. Like I'm still learning, but back then it was way worse. Um, so I started making changes to the website. I did not make a backup to anything. And I'm pretty sure I clicked on something wrong or I typed in something wrong and everything was oh, gone. Man. Like, the, the pictures were everywhere. Text was all over the place. Nothing was where it was supposed to be. So I stayed up for like two days, I think, trying to rush through getting this layout finished before anyone kind of noticed because I didn't know that you could disable the website from being live again. Yeah. Still need all that. <laughs> so I was like, man, someone's going to see this. They're going to know we're not like professional. So I just, you know, stayed up for two days typing in this stuff. And as far as like that bad tick I was talking about. So I was growing out my beard during that time. <laughs> And I started like tugging on the hairs and I was like messing with my face a lot and it just started getting like super irritated. So by the time the site went live, everything was good again. I ended up having to like shave everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, no one likes a patchy beard. Man. <laughs> and what about some of your best wins? So like the wins, you know, the, there's a bunch of little stuff that happens. Like people see me out at the racetrack. They're like, oh, awesome. Like you're here. Like, you know. Thanks for coming out, stuff like that. But one of the big ones was getting on the media list for this really awesome drift event out in California like two years ago. It's a Super D Matsuri. And uh, so my friends and I had talked about going just to watch. And one of them finally mentioned like, hey, there's this link that you can apply to be on the media list. Maybe you should try to go for it. Um, so like most of these events, like the big ones, you have to apply, they have to check your credentials. They have to know that like, you know, being out on track, it's pretty dangerous, especially for events like that. Cause you get so close to the cars. So you have to constantly be looking around every time for where these vehicles are, but you also have to be able to get the shots. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's safe. You know, you got a vest, <laughs> a vest. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. Like, so they can see you, but like. There's there's always that risk of like sometimes something might slip and they kind of get pretty close to you. So, uh, you know, I, I found the application online, filled it out, and I didn't hear anything back for a while, which was more or less how I thought that was going to go. Uh, you know, 
down here in this little part of Texas, and this event is nationwide. Like you get people driving from all over the country wow. to be there. Uh, that's just to drive there to watch and then media as well. Like these media guys come from all over to get it. So, you know, uh, date was getting closer. There was like this cutoff time when we all decided like we need to buy the tickets by this date to get to like a really good price. And just a few days before I got this email and saying that I was good to go. And I'm pretty sure I read that email like 10 times. <laughs> I, I sent it to a friend like, Hey, I'm reading this right. Right. Like this is so, yeah, like, I got in a few days, a few weeks later, we were out in California in Apple Valley, California, nice. which is like the middle of nowhere. And is this cool little track, man. And it was just like, that's the moment where I felt like, okay, this, this all is, this all mattered. This is where I'm needing to be right now. Badass, man. So it was pretty cool, man. Nice. So, so obviously I'm a digital marketer and I give out a ton of advice for free. And sometimes mm -hmm. I get criticized for sharing too much. But I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff is people, people would pay for this stuff, but would you yeah, be yeah. willing to give a golden nugget? And if so, I want to hear details, man. Gotcha. Uh, so it's kind of like touching back on like what I had said before, like for me personally, like if you choose, if you chase and you shoot what you're passionate about, it's really going to show through your work more than like okay, I like doing this because it pays me really well. Like, that's always a bonus. That's a good perk to have, right? But if you really have this connection with what you're doing down the lens, like, it's going to show through your work. So, like, I think if you learn what your strengths and weaknesses are early on, you use that for your work. Like me, like, I'm not the greatest at building these relationships super fast because I'm naturally like a shy guy. Mm -hmm. So like doing the whole like, you know, model photography thing where you really have to be verbal and comfortable with explaining like, this is what I want you to do, blah, blah, blah. Like I couldn't do that, but I knew that. So, but on the other hand, you know, I was around cars all the time. I, I have this like eye for detail with them for some reason. And you see these angles, the way light hits these surfaces, how it hits chrome, paint, all that stuff differently. So, like, at the end of the day, if you just really enjoy what you're doing and what you're photographing, the cash ends up just being a bonus. The rest of the stuff is just, you know, it's it's this passion. That's pretty badass, man. So, yeah. we're coming to the end of the episode here, but I want to make sure everybody can find you. So, uh, wh where can everybody find you? So geartrends.com gear-trends.com uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook and if anyone wants to follow like my personal Instagram account full of cars and guitars and weird awkward half selfies <laughs> uh, it's nasville.crt awesome and I appreciate you very much for coming on the podcast man. yeah man thanks for having me it was awesome and I'll talk to you soon Welcome to the Joshua Morales Podcast.